Yes, you know what it is. It is Colorful Lives. And we're always here to help you guys out and help each other out because I learn a lot. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Hey Fran Hey. And I'm Tatiana King Jones. Right on. In this episode, we are talking about ways that you can see the world. Some people think you can only travel if you have lots of money in the bank, but there are ways that you can travel the world and see different things without actually spending a whole lot of money. And that includes saving some money with going to hostels versus timeshares and Airbnb. Right? Frequent flyer miles because I'm cheap and I don't like to spend lots of money on flights. <laughs> we also discuss our ideal travel companions, the most romantic places to go with your boo. And advice for learning a new language. You know what? That's going to be on my bucket list. Yeah, because Fran knows like 25 languages. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three. Three. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So uh, make sure y'all listen up because we had a good time with this one. Let me tell you how I plan my vacations. And I tell my friends this. I put aside $100 every two weeks so that every year, by the time it's time for my vacation, everything's already paid for. I'm That's smart. That. That's yeah. so awesome. And that way, every year around the same time, you mm-hmm. can always I already, go. I already know that. And that's a pretty good time. I think it's also good to plan your vacation when it's not peak times. You know, because sometimes it's really hard to go away, like, around Christmas or yeah. around Thanksgiving, around those holidays. Right. But Fourth of July is not, like, a big, you know, everybody takes the week off. So it's always good to take time off that's kind of off-peak. Right. You know, for people. Yeah. Towards off-peak is also when you book your flights, like, try to come in on, like, off days. Come right. Go in and go out on off days. So, like, a Wednesday or something or even Thursdays. Come back on Saturday. Stuff like that. Like, it may not be the most ideal, but I guarantee you that you'll have much cheaper flights. I hate flying on a Sunday. Fridays and Sundays are yeah. the worst days to fly in the airport. Yes, it's the it's, it's so the busy. most congested. Yes. Yeah. And also on um resort uh, websites they'll have like the calendar and you can kind of see the where right, the, prices. the prices are yeah. mm-hmm. that's exactly how I plan my trip exactly all the and time. it's because especially if you can take the time off you know I would I'd love to base it around the weeks on the resort that it's not peak season now it's interesting because my whole life growing up we would never go on the only vacation I only place I ever been until I got out of college was Montserrat where my mom is from in the West Indies mm-hmm. that's the I've never been to Disney World never been nowhere else that's the only place I ever been so traveling was always like kind of scary for me at first so the first trip I took was my friend's parents they rented a house in St. Thomas for like two weeks oh, and they were like all you have to do cute. is buy your flight and then you can come you know and after that I was like kind of addicted but I remember with my friends the first trip we ever took together was Miami and South Beach and mm. it was four of us in one little room <laughs> with two beds yeah. that's the best though. the bunk bed not when you get older you're just like I'm no, too old for this no no when you're older it doesn't work out but when you're young like that's fun no one of my friends got drunk and ripped the phone out of the wall and threw it across the room <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> and then one morning I woke up and my other friend she like her boyfriend flew down and him and his boy there were like six of us in the room <laughs> I woke up and it was like two people and I was like okay what's going on here it was I'm crazy right. I've definitely been there <laughs> <laughs> I've but been in those right, situations it wasn't that bad because we were young so it was like alright yeah, when you when save college money, yeah, yeah like, when college you don't have it like that anyway so it's fun yeah because you figured you're just laying your head down there you're right. literally there. outside yeah. the whole time So now let me tell you how cheap I am though because I hate <laughs> ever having to like pay for everything so I got a Delta Amex card now I was telling Fran 
you know, that card works really well for me because, first of all, every year you get one free companion pass. So if you buy a flight, if it's first class, regular, whatever, you what? can buy, you get a free companion pass once a year. So whoever's traveling with you, you get a free ticket for them. Oh, wow. And then I also, um, because I'm like, a, you get all these miles. So you end up being like a silver a, or gold it. or a a platinum medallion member or whatever. But when you get those certain things, you don't have to pay to check your bag, which is always and good. And that's why I was thinking about that. Right. I want to get the card. You get to use the lounges. So you know True. how they have like the Sky Club, which mm-hmm. is a big deal because I travel like every weekend. And in the Sky Club, it's like free drinks, free whatever, little snacks and stuff like that. So that works out good and it's more comfortable. And the comfortable. Wi-Fi works. And this is the credit card you're, you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, this is okay. the credit card. And then... With the um, when you get to a certain status, right, you get four free upgrades um, on your flight. So aside from the fact that you get upgraded for free, like if it's available to even yeah. whatever, but you can when you buy your flight, say, okay, I want to be upgraded to first class, and you have four vouchers a year for that. Wow! So for all those reasons, if you travel a lot, I think it's worth it. So imagine once a year you go on vacation and you say, okay, I'm gonna get my ticket and get a companion pass for whoever's traveling with me, and that's like paying. Half the price. Wow. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. and, you, and your zone gets up. So you'll be like zone one or zone sky, depending. That I know and I too. hate, I, you know, I'll be the first one as soon as my zone is called to get on that flight because I want to make sure I get my overhead space. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I noticed. I was telling Angela, like I noticed a lot of the business women actually in particular that I'm close with they all have Delta cards they all are so loyal to Delta and even when I'm at the airport I see the people who get seated you know first they get to bypass they don't Mm -hmm. pay for the um, bags Mm -hmm. just so many travel perks yeah if you travel a lot I think it's worth it and then you get a percentage off if you buy anything like at the um, Mm -hmm. at the terminal so you get a percentage off of like whatever's on the flight, drinks, food, whatever you get. So I think it's worth it. And then so the way that the card itself works is even if you go buy groceries or clothes yeah, you or whatever, points. you get points. And, and those trans- miles. Trans- miles. miles. Amazing. Yeah. So you could end up having miles that are free flights in itself. Exactly. Aside from all the other perks. Listen, I'm a cheap traveler and I make it happen. It's the best way to be, though. <laughs> so what about if you don't want to get a credit card? What should you do? Well, I mean, I think always make sure you sign up for the frequent flyer numbers. I know a yeah. lot of people travel and don't do that. that. Oh my you goodness. have, you have to. I always forget. And you can always back do it. So if you hadn't signed up yet and you have yep. like all your confirmations from the past, yep. you can still put those in. But it's so important because you can definitely get some free flights that way and get your. I just had a trip in December where I flew to Ghana and Togo and did not get the. That makes oh, you no know, sense. Well, to me. listen, you can still sign up now because I it's think it goes. Late. It goes as far back. Sometimes a year, but sometimes as far back as six months where you can as Angela's saying that's true you could uh, backdate it and you could apply and say hey this is some previous flight that I took that I want to apply and they and that's that's actually standard across most and you don't have to be loyal to a particular airline to be able to accumulate those I try to always like when I go places I try to tell them to fly me Delta because I know I have most of my miles on there but if it doesn't like when I go to Houston a lot of times I fly United it is what it is but I have Every single frequent flyer number because there's no reason to not get to those points. To lose that. I know. All those miles. And there's a lot of... Um, and even if you're not necessarily on just Delta or something something like that, there's any airline. All these airlines also have alliances mm-hmm. with um, whether it's overseas or domestic. Like, do you have different ways you can get around it? And you should just sign up for everything because you never know. Even those little short trips you think are no big deal, they do add up. Right. And you can get some perks from it. Like, my friend came to Miami with us and she used Delta and they have like a Delta to, um, like you can also book your hotel and stuff through them and she ended up getting like all these upgrades whatever but you gotta check into it 
Mm. I'm just saying. Well, you know, I'm from the school where I hate fees. I hate baggage fees. I hate every oh. single fee. If I want some liquor, I got to pay a fee. Like, I hate all these fees. So want I, free. I, I want, I want everything free right now. Obviously, you have to earn it most of the time, right? But there's also ways around it. Like, there are low-cost low airlines, and I'm not talking about the ones that make Uh-oh. you pay for every single thing. But there are low-cost airlines that you can trust that will do things like free domestic baggage checks, you know, up, up to one or even even two baggage. There are things like that, that you can look for. I always tell people that when you are looking for flights, if you're not beholden to one airline, to use sites like Kayak.com because I've used Kayak. It's before. it's incredible, and and it was called something else back in the day, but it, it's incredible because it helps you to cross check dozens of different airlines and gives you different routes. It gives you different prices, but also it may give you ideas you didn't think about. You might fly in someplace on one airline, come back on another, and you could save $200. Or fly into a different airport. I will say this, though. Some airlines, if they charge you for bags... Like, I'd rather pay a little bit more for a different airline if I get my bag checked for free because of my right. miles that I have than fly someplace cheaper and then have to pay, you know, so. Right. What mm-hmm. are what are the airlines that you find most reliable that are cheaper? I like Je- I know some shady ones. Yeah, I like JetBlue. <laughs> JetBlue I, ain't all that cheap, though. JetBlue's not that cheap. No. Not anymore. JetBlue's not that cheap, but their quality that I have found has been very consistent for the la- for years. Um, you can find good planes, clean planes, great seating. They good- have no first class. There's no classes, which I actually don't mind. And I understand that some people, they really want that extra comfort. But when you're from the, the type of people who, as long as you have your good comfort for yourself and you don't have to, right. you're not sitting on a freaking, what what is it? <laughs> like a, a, a rickshaw bus in the yeah, sky. <laughs> like as long as you're not in something that's dangerous, like like Jeff Fool's fabulous. They I have, have I, even more space. And I guess yeah, yeah. they just started mint. But I don't think they have that on all flights. So no, they, I mean, and, and in a lot of flights too, they have things like you have the free TV and free Wi-Fi and things like that. And I know there's other airlines like Virgin America that do things like that as well. Again, not as not as cheap, but you get perks from it. Then there's airliners like Southwest, which I'm, I'm actually sad that people woo! dog them out so much. <laughs> I'm sad that people dog them out that so much. They say, okay, that's that's the bus in the sky. Okay, you maybe. Put me on no Southwest. He don't love you, girl. <laughs> But I, I, I've been in many different places in the U.S. on Southwest, and I've never had a problem with them. And it's because, like I said, I, again, from at least in my experience, they've been very consistent. You know what I don't like? I don't like about Southwest is that you got to, like, go run and get a seat. I don't like that. I need <laughs> First of all, it gives me anxiety because I get nervous. Like, I don't want to end up in a middle seat. I don't want to end right. up all the way in the and, back and, of the plane. And that's and valid. that could happen on Southwest. Like, Next to the bathroom. If they start calling the, that's the, valid. the letters or but whatever, and I'm in the bathroom. I also feel like... And they start boarding early. That's oh, valid. valid. That's super mind. valid. the bathroom seat. <laughs> that's super valid. But I also feel like, well, I, on a other plane where you may have an assigned seat, what's the difference when you're fighting for overhead space? Right. Like, you're rushing to get on, so you're just going to focus. So what's the difference? So... There are, you know, there are comparison contracts you can make and there's different things, but there's different levels for everyone. But there are some good ones out there. So you should be flexible and be mindful and definitely sign up for these frequent flyer accounts. You like yeah, spirit? I need to do that. Girl, <laughs> I didn't want to say it by name, but if you wanted to go there, <laughs> the mega bus of the sky. <laughs> Don't, not even. <laughs> 
So no spirit for you. No, I don't think this is going to go to air. But not even. Not even. Now, another thing that's really good, and I wanted to look into this as a timeshare, because I know a lot of people have timeshares mm. to go on vacation. Oh, yes. And I think that makes sense, because I know timeshares, you can go, like, certain companies, they have different timeshares in different locations. So by the time you go to your timeshare, it's already paid for, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You could bring whoever you want. Mm-hmm. I've never used a timeshare, but I was thinking about maybe looking into something like that. I have, but my... It was, it's my sister-in-law that owns it. Does she feel like it's a good investment? She does because she's had it for like maybe the last 10 years. Wow. And we've we've used it. My husband and I have used it twice. And like once we had went to um, in uh, to Ontario and we used like we were at some ski resort or whatever. But we had it and it was a great uh, lodging. Like, you know, you're like a huge like two bedroom, two bath apartment. You have like your little whirlpool That's bath. Nice. Like it's real that. nice. And, and yeah, people, some people feel like it's a scam and stuff like that. But no, like you, if, if you're working with the right company and I, I suggest having it within the family, like not everyone well, needs would, one. One person has and everyone helps. Like, scamish about it? Some people just feel like because it's like you're paying for something that you may not use. Oh. Like you're putting in money and sometimes there's a lot of blackout dates. Like they say, oh, like you want to take a vacation with your family. They go, oh, you can't come in during this these days. Oh, wow. Stuff oh, like I didn't that. know that. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 some of them are like that, but I, again, so I don't pay for scams. Some of them <laughs> might be scams, but but I have heard a lots of good things, and and again, experienced good things about it. What about Airbnb? You know what? Yeah. I've actually been more of an Airbnb than a hotel person. Mm-hmm. Like, like I've noticed it's very, because yeah. it's also nice to just have a kitchen. You can go get your groceries mm-hmm. and come in and you invite people. You know, you don't have to worry about the hotel. And, and it's cheaper, right? And it's yes. usually cheaper, especially if you're staying yeah, for much a, a long period of time. You're not paying $200 a night. You much can cheaper. decide. You can go on the Airbnb, put your budget, and mm-hmm. then based on your budget, they'll show you the apartments or the houses that are available. Mm-hmm. And I I've think never awesome. used Airbnb, but everybody has great things. You to should say. you should try it's, it if it's you makes traveling it's good thing. and it also makes traveling fun because you end up staying in a house. Like yeah, I think that's cool. And usually they're nice. A couple right. of years back when I spoke at South by Southwest, I was basically given you know asked to come speak a little later than every everybody else. So because of that. All of the hotels were pretty much booked. And I'm like, dang, what am I supposed to do? And this was my first time using Airbnb. Luckily, I found some place within five minutes of where everything was happening. Wow. A full-blown, like, house. I had a, a vehicle, so I had a parking, parking spot. Spots. Like, it's, it, so it's very good. And and obviously, like, you you have to be, to be diligent. Make sure you're picking the right place. But they the good ones will give you so many pictures and show you exactly how it works. And people review it, right? Yep, and you can review yeah, you it. You reviews right there. And it works... Um, it works like a very real life where you see the name and the face of the person who owns it and then thus they see you as well. There have been some issues with that. but right. Oh, yeah. So there was some yeah. racial issues. Yeah. Right. Well, now there's a new one called Noir. What is it? Noir B&B. Noir B&B, which is for like people of color, black people of color. Right. So, so that you won't To, to kind profiled. of help skirt the, exactly, right. the profile and things like that. But, Overall, I've, I've again, I personally had a good experience with Airbnb, and it's and it's actually a great alternative. It is always typically your return on investment is better because it's much cheaper, or if it seems like it's expensive, but remember what you're getting out of it. Yeah, because my friends wanted to go to LA, so they're like, oh, let's just go on Airbnb, and they sent me pictures of like some mansion, and you can tell you super cheap. There, there was um, an article I had read that showed that you could, there were so many different places in the world where you can rent mansions, and if you had enough people with you, and yeah, when you I say could, mansions, I'm talking about like have their own zip code type thing. Right. If you have enough a big group of people, you could you would be spending maybe five hundred bucks each, if that. 
to live, to be at some place that looks like the, the Palace of Versailles. So like, no, it's true because I it's I'm, beautiful. I'm planning a trip. I really want to spend this New Year's that's coming up in Bali because mm-hmm. you know how they release like the lights and yeah, stuff. like it's just so pretty. It's something that She's I've so been, romantic. Yeah, <laughs> it's been on my bucket list. So I was like, you know, what? I finally want to do it. So I went on Airbnb because the resorts in Bali, of course, they're gonna charge us everything lot, right per night. So something told me, well, maybe you should check Airbnb in Bali just to see. And they have Let stuff? me tell you, they have these beautiful houses that have like streams in it, like pools. And 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 it's like probably, I'd say, half of the cost of wow. the house in Bali. So yeah, the this fact sounds that like it's worldwide. Hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or, <laughs> that's a tool to make your relationship better. Go get an Airbnb in Bali. Listen, and to me, that's so much more romantic. And whether you're going with friends or, or your boyfriend or whatever, whoever you're going with, I think it's so cool to show up to a different country Stay in a house. Right. You get to. Ex- I think it pushes you yeah. to explore more. And yeah. then you guys can kind of have your own vibe instead of having to come in and out of resort. And a lot of things um, I've noticed with resorts is that you don't really get to explore. No. I noticed whenever I've stayed at a resort, I've kind of just stayed at the resort. Yeah, you up, get yeah. lazy. Let you me get uh, lazy. Eat on, yeah. eat on the resort. It's all inclusive. So pool. you're just eating right there in mm-hmm. the resort. And then I remember one time I went to Jamaica. The first time I went, I didn't even see Jamaica. <laughs> I Dag. saw it on the way to the airport to the and resort. And on the way back. <laughs> and on the way back. Dad. And that's when I realized, like, I don't, like, resorts don't really push you to explore. They're, they're designed to keep you on the resort. That's why as even you the get excursions, lazy. Yeah. The excursions are usually on location. Through the resort. Right? Yeah. So, Although I will say, sometimes I do like a good all-inclusive. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you what I'm saying. It's safer, too. All-inclusives are really good if you have a lot of people coming with you, family members, Mm -hmm. and you're taking people. Mm -hmm. And that way, you don't have to worry about feeding everybody. Mm Because it can get really expensive when you go away and you have to worry about buying food, buying drinks, paying for this, paying for that. Multiple times a day, yeah. And when you're a tourist, you get charged more. Right. It just happens. Oh, yeah. So that's why I like, and in Jamaica, when I went to Jamaica, I was stated at all-inclusive, the food was excellent because sometimes the food is terrible. A lot, Sometimes, a lot of times the food is terrible <laughs> food can be awful right? but I stayed at this place in Jamaica the food was so good it was mm. amazing I was like I'm going back there yeah. every year yes there's a spot in Jamaica I go back to all the time it's called Tenzing Pen and it's so beautiful because it's an actual house that someone turned into a hotel so it's oh, like ooh. a boutique hotel but it's a house so it's very communal. I know most people probably it's like a bed and breakfast type thing. It's sort of like a bed and breakfast, but it's, it's separated. Right? <laughs> I don't know no, about no, that. Seen that movie, girl? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying you're sleeping in bunk beds. That to me is weird. Not weird. I get <laughs> no. It's weird. That was the right word. I can't do the bunk bed. No, but it's like it's like a big house property, and then they have like little villas. Okay, oh, okay. That's nice. So that's you cool. each have your villa, but right. then when you go to eat, you're all in the, the main table. house. Okay. That's cool. And I think that's a vibe. It's so cool. It's right there on the beach and it's really affordable. And they um, encourage excursions that are off location, which I really enjoy. Like, I like they'll that. take you places, you know? So, like, that is cool. Yeah. Have you ever vacationed alone? I was actually about to say that. When I stay at resorts that are all inclusive, I usually do that if I'm alone because it's a little harder Safer. to travel as a woman. 
in a yeah. foreign country by yourself, it's good to do it, but it's the safest option is to have a resort to come back to that right. at least you're being accounted for somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm Airbnb always might be very tricky. cautious about leaving any resort anywhere, especially if you don't know anybody. Right. And you're not sure who's taking you somewhere. Right. In you that know, case, really... I'll do the resort with all inclusive because at least your name is there and someone's expecting you to come to your room. <laughs> but Airbnb, I think it's fun when you're traveling with other people. But I love traveling by myself. I did it for my 30th birthday. Oh, you did? Where'd I you go? Did. Where'd I you? went to Costa Rica. I love Costa Rica. I, I want to go. Because I was so depressed about turning 30. You sound crazy. And I was like, what can I do to snap out of this sadness that I feel like I'm not where I want to be at my 30s? So I was like, I'm just going to take a solo trip. And I stayed the whole week in Costa Rica in a nice resort. And it was wow. so Did you awesome. meet a lot of people? Because sometimes they say so you meet more people, people when you, you do alone. You do because you're... You, you have to. You're kind of awkward like, when you come out <laughs> <on> your food. <laughs> you come. Is anybody the, sitting there? Yeah, no. Like, sitting here. <laughs> Table for one. <laughs> Seats taken. No, the, but it's funny too how people treat you. Like at the resort, they're like, "Why would such a beautiful girl like you be by yourself?" And well, they get, you know, they I was supposed sad. to get married. He didn't show up. Right. <laughs> like, well, thank you first off. Right. right? <laughs> but you know how people do that too. Like they'll right. be like, "Why are you traveling by yourself? Such yeah. a young, beautiful woman." You're like. Thanks for making me feel weirder. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you? What's wrong? Like they give you that like, oh, you okay? (laughs) I've actually, I've never gone on vacation without someone else. But I gotta try. I think that's pretty cool because I'm real good. I'm good about like, if I have to be left alone, just leave me alone. That's fine. Right. But I want to, and particularly because it's international too. So it was so fun. You know why I liked it? Because a lot of times when you travel with someone, you have to compromise on what you guys want to do. Then you, it's a lot of waiting around a lot right. of times, especially if you're with your friends because everyone has to get dressed and each person has to go in the shower and a lot of time is wasted waiting. Mm. But with me, when I've gone by myself, the schedule is on me. Like it's I wake up, yeah, just get up, go. If I want to see this, I'm going to go see it. There's nobody that's going to be like, I don't want to see that. And you're able to really customize a trip to what you want it to be. That's, that's a great I'm idea. I'm the most annoying person on vacation. I get up at like four in the morning and I'm like, I'm ready. Let's go outside. <laughs> oh, you want to know? That's like, ooh. hate that. I love that. I'm Because I get way. up, so I get so excited when I'm on vacation that I wake up. because oh, you. I wake up before the sun comes up because I'm like mad. Because you're like, you're ready to go. And I'm like, we got to be the first ones at the pool. I'm going to get a good spot. <laughs> Yeah, that's literally me though. And I'm gonna give you another tip: if you go someplace, even if it is you know all inclusive, but if it's not, it's always good to bring your own liquor. Oh. Yes. Oh, that's the smartest thing. Let me How tell you, you they charge you so much. And you check in, or if you go fly internationally, if you find internationally, buy it at the duty free. Yeah. Oh. Or any liquor store. Yeah. Around. Just Wait, buy so you it. can take food and liquor stuff. Girl, no. Now? I was about it's to a say, way. It's a way bag. to do it. <laughs> yeah, in your bag. I'm about to say, wait a minute. So go. So so before, say before you get to the airport, you have to put that in the check-in, so you're not gonna be able to touch it on the plane. But say for instance, if you're flying internationally, you're flying out to Costa Rica, you can buy from the duty free on your way on to board the plane. Yeah. Right. They will check it in at the gate, and obviously you can't drink it on the plane but when you get off they'll hand it back to you so now yes, there's your I liquor I never thought of that I always do that and, and they have the duty free shops even when you get off the plane and when you get off the plane yeah, as well there's my, more duty free shops so you I still want it I always do that when I went to Montserrat for Christmas with my friends my mom we each I think you're and they you're only allowed to some places buy one or two it depends it depends on what it is oh, yeah. Yeah. each individual but that. it was like five of us I was like everybody get two bottles <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, but yeah. it is a good idea because you spend so much money buying drinks so, so what you can much. do is I sneak a bottle to the pool with me put it in my bag I'd be like let me just get a frozen lemonade 
This is genius. Could you yeah. see like Angela like hiding the little I bed sure doing do. the car? <laughs> Trust me. And I Y'all want some? At the most posh resorts, you can see me <laughs> with my bag. Whenever I come down with a big bag to the pool, see, it's time to so, drink. So you the one that like when people pass by, you be like, you want some? You listen, want a cup? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to die now whenever Angela posts pictures on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, because you know. for the bag. You know, under the reclining chair, there's going to be that bag. And she can be like, just make sure no one's looking. Okay, it's all good. You got a cup with you? Or listen, Hold sometimes on. you bring down a cup with you. That with is it so, in it already. That is so smart. But I'm just telling you, it costs so much money to, why not just buy a bottle? The cost of you buying that one bottle is the cost of having two drinks. Mm-hmm. And it'll last you the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, are you an excursion girl or no? Do you just, are you a beach girl that just wants to lay out all day? It depends. Like, if I have a short trip, then I'm just on the beach the whole time. But Same. if I'm there for a few days, then let's go explore and do yeah. some things. Yeah, I, I love excursions. But if it's too. like a three-day trip, a lot of trip, people aren't into it. <laughs> and it's okay. It's just like, I don't like when it bogs down. If it's a group trip, it bogs down the rest of the group. I don't want to go nowhere. So don't go. Right. Right, so you can stay here. <laughs> We will go have fun, enjoy right. yourself, and we'll I see you later. It. And I'm a I'm an absolute beach bum. Like yeah. I can literally I sit can the beach on all a day. beach all I love day the beach and be fine. Yes. So if that's what it is, because not all resorts have excursions, mm-hmm. and that's too you can find the cheaper resorts that don't have anything. Oh man, this guy I was dating was like, I don't know how you and your friends do it that you guys can sit at the pool or the beach literally all, all day, day, and that's fun for you guys. Because it's fun. He was like, I don't know how that's fun. Because how it's relaxing. Lot, I've gone on vacation with people who. You know, in that particular trip, I may have just wanted to be a beach bum on a couple of days. And they're just like, no, like, how could you do that? Just yeah. sit out there. I don't like when people I plan too it. many activities, too. <laughs> don't you hate that on vacation and like all oh, these activities? I don't need. I don't need that, that type of rest at right. some point. Like maybe, maybe I just want to be spontaneous and chill. I could like cool dinner tomorrow night at eight. Yes. I'm fine with that. But don't say okay. So tomorrow morning we're gonna get up Make at you eight. Give you the print we're out. Go do this. Like you we're have an itinerary. Like, I can't do those crazy itineraries. <laughs> I definitely have a friend like that. She would that come would with a printout and she buys those Lonely Planet books that tell you like everywhere you travel where tourists go from eight thirty to. Girl, put the book away. No, I'm not girl. going to any of those places. <laughs> From 8.30 to 9.15, we will be at the volcano. Now, what's best, traveling with your friends, traveling with your boo, or traveling oh. alone? That's hard because it's all so Depends. many different experiences. Because with your friends... <laughs> You're gonna have more fun, I think. Well, see, so that's my, the most fun because you'll be, mm-hmm. you know, you guys drinking and dancing and partying. It's more right. of a party thing, but with your significant other, it's just like sweet. Sometimes, and sometimes, like the boo and the friends are annoying as hell, and it's just like, <laughs> why are y'all doing this? It's like, what? Like, hurry up! Like, everybody got to do their hair, and it's just like, are you doing this? Or the boo's having a moment where he's going, or she's oh, yeah, going I saw through something. Doing his hair when we were in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they, they, if they're going through their little, they little, you know. So I'm at Bevel doing. <laughs> yes. Like some of that's fine, but like if you're if you're going through your emotions and you you having a, a time, it's just like I understand that, but I can't be around that. Like, can I enjoy this as well? So sometimes they both mad annoying. Like, I don't know. But you've never been alone, Tatiana. On I, that's the only thing so I can't speak to. I've never been alone. You might be like, it. man, I've flown alone, friend. but not right. I've flown alone, but never ended up. No, it's the, the best. The, but I will say traveling with friends, like I was saying before, it's the, the getting ready. Right. Especially if it's like 
more than three girls. Oh, I'll leave my, my friends Lord. in a heartbeat. Let me tell you. you oh, you're one, one of, of my those? friends. I, I, I would like, I love leaving people. Yeah. That's my one favorite. of my friends got so That's mad. That's my favorite. I'm sorry. I left. So she was taking that. so long. You and I was too. like, all right. We got to make this vote at four o'clock. It's 3 35. No, what you want me to do? Me mad. I always hate the friends I want to separate. I'm like, can don't stop. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Friend, friend, if I hand you that itinerary that says, we have to step out the dough at 3 30 and you're still doing your hair at 335. Guess what? I'm leaving you. No, but you know why? I'm not miss, missing a boat. You know why I hate it? Because the phone situation is different when you're traveling. You right. can't just text like, oh, where are you at? Oh, no, I get unlimited so text I get so I got unlimited. Yeah. I get unlimited <laughs> I said, we both like, that's your problem. <laughs> No, but I, I get what you. I get what you. Sometimes it's a safety issue. Like, where y'all at? Oh, I don't know. We took a car somewhere. You're like, what do you mean? It's a safety issue. Now there are situations. Mm-hmm. I think it depends. There are situations where that is dangerous and actually stupid because y'all break up because like, you don't know where people are. Miami and South Beach, and I'm like, meet me on Ocean. No, that's then cool. That's but fine. if we're but like, if you're in Costa Rica, and you're like, meet me. Yeah, don't separate. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Don't meet separate me by the third tree. Like you know. <laughs> And it's funny because that's how you tell people I'm at the third tree. Right. By the big rock. <laughs> By the I'm big rock. on top of it. You're like, no, I don't want to play these it, games. It depends on the situation where you are. Absolutely. Right. Internationally, you might want to hold off on doing that. Right. Yeah. Do Anytime that. else, I will leave you in a heartbeat. <laughs> Bye, girl. I'll see you when you get here. Domestically, you'll get left. Yep. <laughs> you're not messing up my trip. I have a horseback riding at five and you're not ready. I'm gone. <laughs> now, out of see all later. the places you've been, what would you say is the most romantic? Oh, man. If you were going to advise somebody, like, where should you go with your boo? I'd say Costa Rica. I actually went to Costa Rica for, it was a year later, I went for my honeymoon. and oh, really? Yeah, and we had, it was like an excursion type trip where, like, they gave us, well, not they gave us, but we paid for a car, a SUV, and we actually drove, like, halfway across the country. So we drove from one end to the other. We stayed in the volcano area, the oh. rainforest, for a few days. Wow. We did a bunch of different excursions. Then we drove over to the coast by the beach in the all-inclusive, mm-hmm. stayed there for a few That's days. <laughs> then for the last day, went to this the, the big city, the the San Juan or mm-hmm. San Pedro. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, should, I should know this. but Right, but we went to the big city, and, you know, you had your, your casino and stuff like that. So stuff like that where you could kind of just be together and explore and learn oh, together. So like going, like, again, being on a volcano doing the ATVs then doing the zip lines going walking through actual rainforest like I could say that I was in a, the real rainforest right. and to be with your with your boo like that is fantastic I think to me that's very romantic because now y'all yeah y'all discovering stuff together like that's cool to me I right. love what it what would you say um that's a tough one because I really think it's personality based mm. right. you know like some people might think a volcano is shady <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little nervous about that, but but I do think um, exploring is fun. Yeah. So I um, like places you've been. Yeah, we- like I've been to Honduras, and the water was just so beautiful. That's all I remember. Oh. It was like the crystal clear water. We went zip lining. Love it, and I loved it. We went. Um, what is? It wasn't a volcano, but. You go like tubing through these caves. So you have the tubes and it's, you know, a group of you. And then you guys like go and explore these caves. But it's like water. It's just scary because you don't see what's underneath. It's just kind of murky. But, you know, 
the tour guides we trusted them yeah. so we went we were like jumping in like different weird ponds and like hanging from vines so if you're like an active couple yeah, yeah definitely very active yes it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're an active couple that feels comfortable doing like exploring like you said then I think that's yeah. beautiful but for like laid back romance I love Jamaica uh, I love Jamaica too cause Jamaica is just such a vibe like it especially is. for me like the Rastas oh, when they're man. like making you fresh food from scratch See, like, ev- everywhere uh, I've been I've never been to Jamaica you gotta go to Jamaica I love such, Jamaica I've really? been to Jamaica place. like six times it's one of my favorite it's places. one of my favorite I've always said that when I'm older I'm definitely gonna move to Jamaica Yes, Oof. I see it. Just like a little old lady with long dreadlocks, just like chilling. I'm gonna have like a smoothie bar. You got the hat on today. I, I see. Today, you see, I'm yes. gonna have a smoothie She's bar. Catching that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm such an island baby. Because my 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 ethnic background is three different. Well, two islands technically because Haiti and Dominican Republic share it mm-hmm. but I'm an island baby so whenever I go mm-hmm. back to the islands it just feels like home no matter what part of the islands it is mm-hmm. and Jamaica just I have something with it one of my friends bought a house in Jamaica oh I, was, I want that so bad state, but what she's doing is she wants to turn it into something that she could also rent out because you know I'm all about like buying something that you can use but then you can also make money off of it investment. investment property make right. money while you sleep that's yep. the smartest way to do it what right. about you what do you think is the most romantic well, I went to Turks and Caicos now. It wasn't a romantic trip. I went with my friends, but I did love it. I loved, like, we stayed at Amanyara. Oh, my God. And it was one of the most beautiful resorts I've ever been to in my life. I was like, that's some place I would bring a guy. Oh. It was beautiful. We went paddle boarding outside. It's just a beautiful place. I loved it. That was one of my favorite places. But I mean, I've been to like Turks and Caicos is beautiful. I saw Prince mm-hmm. had a house there. Yeah, Did you Prince see his house. My driver was like, I'm you know, to he have said he drove there. Prince before, and he said that oh Prince wouldn't let him roll the windows down. <laughs> I mean, in the car right and, so. and no air conditioning. <laughs> and he wouldn't um, speak at all. So he just had to drive him with the windows rolled up with no air. It was that hot, he said. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but Prince would always go to Amanyura, like the, the resort to go and like oh, I've heard and that hang out. Yeah. yeah, so he would always would come to that resort, they said. Now, do you have any bucket list places that you're hoping well, to get Costa to? Well, now Costa Rica's on that list. Yes. I mean, you yeah. have to go. Like and the people in Costa Rica, <sighs> I think that's probably what impacted me the most. Yes. Like, when they say that there's a place with the friendliest people on earth, that's the place. I have to say it's Costa Rica. I'm yep. definitely, I'm definitely going there. I want to go to Thailand. And they say pura vida when you pura are, vida. Uh, pure life, man. Maybe like pura vida. And you're like, hey, yes, my brother. <laughs> it's love down there. It's and of all course, love. I want to get to China one day. Yes, I've never been. I've been to Japan. I want. I you have in Tokyo for three weeks. That's my and dream. Let me tell you. I never. If you told me that I would want to live in Tokyo, I would be like, no. I was trying to figure out how to stay. <laughs> really, that's my dream. It's that's my bucket list. Place. The, do you guys watch Girls? <laughs> yes. I Didn't do. she go to? Um, yes. W- yeah, she and was it, trying to stay. <laughs> that's exactly how it felt. Like it's, <laughs> it's like a, it's so magical. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole tech world, and I'm not even like a big tech person, but the colors and Tatiana's the innovations, like, <laughs> the fashion. <laughs> Right, and for you, like you would never. That has been my dream since I was a little girl to like go there and like for a long time. Down the street, the stores. I'm just like, how is this place real? It almost seems like a Candyland. Yes, makes sense. There's a place. I've I've been to South Korea, which is close, but it's not 
like what you described, but where I was, like I was in Seoul in the capital. So it, it was that same situation where it's just like, you know, wow, like right. y'all, you know, you know, like I felt like we're so left behind. Yo, when it comes I felt to like, like I had, I felt like I traveled to the future. Right. Thing. But that's for to answer your question, that's that's my bucket list spot, Japan. Right. right. What about oh, Africa? You guys ever been Yes. I my been another Africa. bucket list spot. I wanna go I wanna go to Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I just Ever since I had a Barbie that was Ethiopian, I've always wanted to go. An Ethiopian Barbie? Yes. Where's this? <laughs> Brooklyn. <I'm not> <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Brooklyn. How cute. Yeah, Nigeria. Nigeria. I've always wanted to go to Nigeria. I Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah, I well, actually, before we move on to Africa, in Japan, the second thing I liked is that while you have this tech world and it's very New York in a sense, like uh-huh. with the hard, you know, the concrete city. Yeah. But the outskirts is so spiritual. Mm. They have like all of these temples that you can visit. And then when you go to the temple, they have like these beautiful rituals that you can participate in. And and they're very encouraging of tourists to participate. So you don't feel like you're infiltrating in any way. And just beautiful things like putting a flower petal into the pond and then you put a coin and then you put this. And it's just like so magical and beautiful. And I, I thought the... The having um, being able to experience both worlds was like so beautiful. Awesome. Seeing that they have both elements, yeah. Like, but then in Africa, yeah, I went to Ghana and Togo for my first time in Africa. I never visited the continent before, and I was there in December, and I wanted to cry. Oh, that's <laughs> it was just so amazing. We drove like ten hours into Togo, like deep, deep, deep in the village, and met with the women that make shea butter. Oh, wow. wow. So That's for quite me, an experience. Like, we watched the process. I actually have a video on my channel on youtube.com slash mm-hmm. where I've recorded, I did a vlog of the entire process from beginning to end to the full block of shea butter. And I even took you to Whole Foods so you could see the product that they like the end product that ends up in the shelves wow from from the actual bat the sack where the women went and picked the shea butter nuts to the product on the shelf that's crazy so that experience look at this hey friend hey you too right Right. (laughs) that experience was life altering and it was also very humbling because I think you know, as, as women too, you go and you buy your beauty right, products you and you test this. You have all these products under your, ha- your um, you know, in the bathroom, mm-hmm. in your closet. And then you don't ever think of the women that are like putting their full heart and day soul. and soul into these products. Mm. So that was beautiful to capture and to bring, you know, back to the States. With me. But awesome. Africa was amazing. Wow. Okay. So let me put that in my mouth. <laughs> <Right. laughs> no, I do want to go to Africa. I want to go to Nigeria though. Yeah. Nigeria. I didn't, I didn't get to go to Nigeria because Nigeria is like hectic. They yes. say it's, very, it's much more New York. So I wanted to start somewhere. <laughs> she said something, let me slow down first. Right. And then. So I was glad that we started with Togo, which from what I was told is like a little more laid back. It's, mm. You know, it's smaller population. So, but it's important. Important for people to travel. That's what I always say. Like some way, somehow, you got to figure it out. Yeah, it changes your mind. It changes your life. Honestly, yes, it changes your life. Oh my god, does it? You start to understand how much bigger all of this is than just your neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah, and 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 that's and I want to make a point. It doesn't mean if you can't afford it, it doesn't mean you have to go internationally. Just traveling outside of your your state or traveling out of your town. Just traveling outside of your comfort zone. Go the train, the bus. Listen, there's go where you can, go three hours where away. You, where you what? can go volunteer yeah. and yeah. pay for your trip. Yeah, and if you're in college, I know we mentioned yes. this before. Studying I did abroad. study abroad. Mm-hmm. I was in Brazil, and you know my favorite part too with Brazil is meeting. I loved meeting the children because um, 
at the time when I was in college, I'm from Harlem, right? But mm-hmm. I was still at home, obviously, you're in college, and I'm from the hood. Like, I live in the projects. That's where I grew up. So when I got to Brazil, they're looking at me like I'm some rich American, and mm-hmm. I was yeah. talking to the kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was like, no, I'm from the hood. I was telling them how we live, that there's pee in the elevator and mice and all. It's and the, the barrio. Were shocked. Yeah. First of all, seeing a black American already threw them off, and then seeing that we suffer from poverty too, like, it was such a fascinating conversation to have with them because they yep. didn't know. They were like, what? Poor New York. He's from America. Yeah, right? yeah. Everyone has money. So, so it was really a really beautiful conversation to kind of let them know, like, you're not alone in this struggle. Like, we out here, too. We're just in the States. That's and all. you know what else I noticed when you travel? Because when I used to work with Wu-Tang, we would go on tour, right, mm-hmm. all over Europe and everything. People speak multiple languages. Yes. yes. That's so true. Like, you go other places. You're in Germany. They and speak, they'll speak English, English. They speak French. They speak Spanish. They speak Italian. They speak everything. Mm-hmm. But we go there and we're like, you don't know English? <laughs> the audacity that we, <laughs> some of us have. Americans. They do look at us like that, though. Absolutely. And, it, and I do feel like more Americans, we need to learn other languages. You know, that's an important thing. Definitely. I, I'm trilingual. Right. And See? I'm so thankful you for You speak that. Spanish? I speak Spanish and Portuguese. Oh, wow. Which was, is so... And so that means thing, in Brazil, you can rock it in Brazil with I that Portuguese? I was in Brazil. And wow. the beauty of it is I was able to learn Portuguese because I knew Spanish. Right. Uh, so right. it takes you just... Yeah, it, I, I always suggest learn a new language and you'll be surprised how you can build off of that skill yeah. set with so many other languages that are similar, especially the romance languages. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that like when it comes to structure, technically, English is backwards from the rest of the world. Right. right. Like, so it once you, no as sense. you said, once you, if you learn Italian or Spanish or things like that, and except for maybe Mandarin or something like that, like, you can pretty much figure out yeah, how everything else people, works. When people are speaking Italian or, like, French, I can make out a lot of what they're saying. It's all similar. It's all, like you said, the Romance languages, right. the Latin-based the Latin languages. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, a the lot of times... The structure is the same. It's very similar. And that's what you said. So many people are, have know so many different languages. And then meanwhile, we're just like, like, K Paso, right. <laughs> like, you know, just sounded so stupid. And one more guy says, Hola, mommy. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, that's literally my life every day in New York. <laughs> but I will say, when I was younger, when I was growing up, and I don't know why they don't do this, we had to learn Latin in school. And I feel like learning oh. Latin really helped me learn a lot of other languages. It helped me with English, even like with my vocabulary, with knowing the definitions and being able to get the etymology of a word and break it down. Yes. And even if I've never heard the word before, I can figure out what it means because we took Latin. In context, yeah. And I do feel like they should teach Latin still because it did help me a lot. Just please take, definitely study another language. Mm-hmm. That's life-changing as well. It study is. another language. And the language. thing is, you know how it was in high school and college, you were not paying attention in Spanish class. Like nobody no, was. Hold on. I was paying I did. I was I, I was I a scholar. Learn, I got an A in Spanish and I was an advanced. <laughs> I was a Spanish. scholar. I love music Spanish. To this day that I can understand Spanish perfectly well. Don't ask me to speak it really? though. Don't ask me to speak it <laughs> and though. And it has to be kind of slow, okay? So, right? Just just slow it down. A little <laughs> like you'll talk and then I'll sit there and go process, like, okay. process, process. <laughs> okay, like I, I I don't know what you're talking about, but I have to learn how to respond back to you but that's why it's important to learn say something to us yeah <laughs> let's see if we can figure it out ¿Qué quieres que te diga? what do you want me to say oh yeah okay. see <laughs> we got her face she says she's like I knew kinda she knew but that's the thing I really for those of you who are listening that may be in high school still or in some kind of academic institution Take advantage and take it seriously of Just the do fact it. that you have the ability to take a class and try a new language 
Take Have you guys seriously. ever tried like Rosetta Stone or any no, of those I never programs? Tried. I wanted to I actually. <laughs> I wanted to because of and the whole... I have a lot of apps too. Yeah, I have some apps. And because of the whole situation where people could talk to me, I can understand it and I can't respond back to them <laughs> in their language. That's why I wanted to take those programs to get no, myself right. It's a shame right. that like my dad's side of the family, they speak Chinese. My dad speaks Chinese, but I never really learned it. Oh, is it Mandarin yeah. or Cantonese? Cantonese. Oh. And listen, uh, but when I open them fortune cookies and it'd be like one word, you know how you teach you? <laughs> Like okay, that's how you say. <laughs> but you know, I wish that I would have learned that growing up because yeah. that would be a great thing if I could learn how to, you know, if I knew how to speak Chinese. Right. So yeah, my and we didn't go back to the whole bucket list idea. But what other? You said your bucket list is Tokyo, Japan, and, and, and not Japan. just just Japan. Like I would like to go a lot of different places in Japan. Right. right. Especially there's also an island in Japan that's inhabited mostly by cats. I don't know why I think what? that's cool, but I wanted I to go know. there. <laughs> It looks it looks wild. Like they have wild islands that are have random things going on. No, because even going to cats? someone's house with one cat stresses <laughs> me out. So if there's an that, island. They have an island where it's <laughs> all rabbits. Oh no. Like they have so random stuff. I just want to see all the random stuff. I'm not saying I want to stay there. I just want to see all the random stuff. That sounds like a horror movie waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know for me, because let's see. Hmm. Uh, maybe Australia or like New I heard Zealand. Australia is beautiful. Yeah, mm. like I have, I've, I would love to explore that area because I've, I've seen, I've been to the continent of Africa and then I've been to Asia. So I feel like Australia in that area is kind of next. Really? Yeah, everywhere. I want to <laughs> go everywhere. I agree. I'm a travel. I'm gonna go everywhere. And you know what's crazy? I've, I've made a pact after Brazil in college. It really opened my mind up to the idea of traveling. So I really wanted to. I made a pact with my friends and we decided we like Angela said saving money every month mm -hmm. we did the same and we tried to visit a new country every month every year perfect that was like a pact my friends and I made right. that we and we met in Brazil so we already kind of like had that travel oh. thing in our heads and then we just would meet up in a different country every year that's wow. super dope so that's, that's how nice. I've been to Honduras you know and, and Costa Rica well Costa Rica was by myself but yeah. I've been to Belize um, you name it like traveling in the Africa and that's so amazing. Beautiful, so exciting. So I definitely yeah. suggest people try to save up and push yourself. And then all the different tricks you guys said, like Airbnbs, maybe getting a credit card of an airline mm -hmm. to save money on fees. Like there are ways around it. And right, there are a lot of blogs. <laughs> and there are a lot of blogs too, like travel for cheap blogs where people that this is what they do for a living. Like they just travel the world and give, and they you, tell you, give you tips and on where you, give you can tips. go. Yeah, mm -hmm. so definitely check blogs out too. Mm -hmm. There are tons of them. All right. This is Tatiana King-Jones, and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to the Colorful Lives podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, be sure to follow and comment. Colorful Lives is a Loudspeakers Network production presented by State Farm. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Dwayne Crawford. And our social media ambassador is Barry from Podcasts in Color. Colorful Lives is executive produced by Chris Morrow. 